0: Hey brother, welcome to the Be the Man Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Denning, coming to you today from Portugal. We actually um, are are living a part of our dream that we have been planning for quite a while. We We had lived in Europe before and just loved it. Absolutely loved the history because it's so, so old over here. When we very first moved to Europe, we were living in Costa Rica, then we moved to Europe and we, we just moved to this little village in Germany, and we got there, I think it was on a, I don't know, like a Thursday or something, and they said that tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, was the the celebration of the town, and it was its 900th anniversary of this just little town, this insignificant little town, and it, it just kind of blew my mind, like, What 900 years, this is unbelievable, and then, of course, you know, there's castles everywhere and fortresses, and then Roman ruins even and and history pieces of history even before that and We loved it. We love the food. We love the history. We love the museums. We love the mountains and the beaches and So so much of it. It's just so fun to explore and, and the cool I, I think for us the coolest part is that in a three or four hour drive from especially where we were in Germany in a three or four hour drive in almost any direction you could be in another country so that means uh, different food different culture different language different history different exploration. We just love that kind of learning and, and exploration so we left Europe several years ago and We have wandered all around the world had epic adventures. I told you guys about that We just we did some some amazing traveling the last six months. We did 17 countries um, the last one was Egypt. Spent a couple weeks there, which was just incredible. Egypt is a, such a fascinating place. And before that, we were in Turkey for three months, and man, that that entire country is just an open-air museum. It's it's unbelievable. What a what a place. What a great place. But now, finally, um, after doing all of that, we've set up a, a home base here in Portugal that we're going to keep for quite a while, and we're you know right just there's our house, and then there's this forest, this beautiful forest, and the beach, and sunshine and beautiful weather. It's just a total playground. That's why we chose this area. It's literally an outdoor playground. So much to do. It's so fun. It's so many adventures with the kids and so many good things going on. It's a great hub to travel to Africa and the Middle East and all over Europe, of course. That's just awesome. So we're here. we're, we're Actualizing a part of our dream, and something cool happened the other day. Um, those of you who are kind of into cars, I know some of you could care less about vehicles. It's just something to get you from one place to another. But but others of you get into either. Ve- I think every man gets into something, right? You have your thing that you just kind of geek out about, and you get passionate about it. You learn about it. You you dive deep into it. It's kind of your thing. Uh, I I've got a couple things that I really just deeply enjoy and and what's interesting is they don't always make sense it's it's not it's not rational it's not logical it's like it's not a big deal some of them are kind of insignificant but i i really enjoy them Um, one of those is is like and, and again what's interesting about this one is i'm really not i'm really not that into vehicles that much but when I learned about the Land Rover Defenders, the old Defenders, not the new ones, they just fascinated me. And there's was, there was very few of them allowed into the United States, but they are all over Africa and Australia and all over Europe, and they are tough. And th- there's nothing fancy about them. They're actually super simple, kind of annoyingly simple. It's more like driving a tractor than a truck. And they're loud and noisy and and they're they're really narrow so you're, you're squished in your your shoulders are against the door so they're no, they're not comfortable there's nothing luxurious about them, but man, they go anywhere and and they're so tough and so easy to repair and work on and I don't know so it's just one of those things i, I again, I don't really geek out I don't spend a ton of time I don't go on adventure, but I really love it so we had i bought a one ten which can seat up to nine people. And I had that in Germany and we just loved it. We got a full safari full full length safari rack with a ladder so you can go up and carry all the stuff and the kids would just climb up there and hang out up there. They just loved it and we loved that defender and drove all over Europe. Went from from England all the way to southern Italy and then up east through eastern Europe. We just loved that thing so much and I was I was sad to sell it when we left. And in fact, now I should have kept it because they stopped making that version of the Defender. And, and so the prices have just absolutely skyrocketed. So, you guys, here's, here's what's cool. I'm, I'm sharing this with a principal and I hope you do this. I hope you think about, dream about, envision things you want. Now, this is a very simple and trivial example of wanting a physical possession. And it wasn't even like a big deal. It wasn't like I was just like, oh, this is it. This is this is the main target on my vision board. This is a huge thing. It wasn't. It was just a simple thing. But it but it as is often the case, simple things that you want to experience or acquire or achieve, they're actually a symbol of many more things. So I put a defender on my vision board because I knew well because they're one; they're not allowed in the states. But it was it symbolized a lot of things, like hey, I'm going to get back to having a, a, a home base again abroad, which we do have another one, and they have defenders there. But that I wanted to get back over to Europe as well, and so it it just symbolized a lot of things, right? And so I I, I grabbed a couple of pictures, threw them on a vision board, and then really forgot about it. So this was several years ago. I grabbed a few pictures, threw it out there. And and then just kind of let it go. And this has happened so many times, gentlemen. So 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 many times. So that's why I'm teaching you the principle. Um, one of the things I grabbed it was a it was a Defender 130, which is the pickup truck. And I I I was I like man, those are pretty cool and pretty useful. But I have a huge family. I need lots of lots of seats. So I'm not gonna do. I am just gonna get the the enclosed what they call the wagon. Um, and so, so I didn't think much of it. But I threw it on the vision board. It was it was white all white decked out with all the fixings pretty awesome and then just forgot about it. well we we, we were in where were we? we were in Turkey maybe and we started looking for vehicles and we had this was this is actually a really cool story this again you guys have heard me say that God in the universe will conspire in your favor they're constantly conspiring in your favor and if we open ourselves up if we if we have desires and goals and dreams and targets and we're we're just moving forward we're just moving upward. We're, we're just progressing instead of just sitting still or wallowing or not doing anything. You just start things just, and it seems coincidental, but I call it divine coincidence, where God and his universe orchestrate things for your benefit if you want it. Otherwise, they kind of orchestrate things to, <laughs> in a way to kind of torture you a bit so you move. So you get off your butt and get going. So we had made all these plans to purchase this Audi. We'd found it. We were going through the whole process. And everything was lining up. Okay, this is fantastic. We're going to buy this beautiful Audi. But it just kept hitting these these stupid little roadblocks. Just stop, stop, stop. like, what is the deal? This is such a simple thing. It was little insignificant things. And it would take weeks, and then we get over it, and then weeks, and then he's like, "Oh, we're so close!" And then then it would pop back, like it just wouldn't go through. It was so weird. And so Rachel and I were talking after you know weeks, and then months were passing, and we thought, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna get a couple of dogs. It's another thing I kind of geek out about, you guys. This is funny. It's, uh, I'm gonna, I promise I'm gonna get a topic here, but these are really important uh, principles that I that are that are true and applicable to your life and whatever it is um i actually geek out about dogs too and and i have trained a lot of dogs and research study dogs i've just absolutely loved love dogs since i was a little boy and to me the best dog in the world is a cane corso i i just legitimately love these dogs they're incredible and so for for me for my family for the Again, I'm, I'm really strategic and thoughtful about all of this. I think through all these things, and I, I have a, a very clear plan in my head of the kind of life I want to live and the caliber of man I want to be. I always have a clear picture of that, and I revisit it regularly to refine it, to upgrade it, to improve it, but I have a clear target I'm working for, and little things small thing, like you wouldn't you wouldn't step back and be like okay you know your vehicle or your dog are a big deal and and they're not so arguably i'd say yeah not a big deal like i could i could go my life without having a defender or a, a conic or so. and like okay whatever it's not it's not a big deal but they're little pieces of the full mosaic i see the whole picture i see the whole painting i see the whole mosaic i i can picture the entire thing and I work, that's actually a lot harder than you might think. Most guys lack clarity. They just can't see it. In fact, most people can't see past the weekend. They're just trying to endure. They're in survival mode. They're just trying to get things done. Or, or they pick a specific target. They think, ah, oh, if I can make more money, that'll be better. Or, or if I can get this title, ah, oh, that'll be it. Or if I can move to this neighborhood, then then I'll have arrived. And we come up with those things. And targets are good because they keep us moving. But very, very few have put in the mental, spiritual, emotional, social relationship work to see the whole mosaic. And so these things I'm talking about today, they're just little pieces of the big puzzle. They're little elements of the full extraordinary family life dream. And I, and I think that's important because if you can fit the puzzle pieces in, it's, it's pretty epic. And even if you miss the little pieces, right, you could still see the big picture which is awesome. But even if you looked at a full puzzle or a full mosaic and, and there, most of it was there but there was some puzzle pieces missing, it would still catch your attention and be like, "Oh, something's a, it's a little off. There, there's something something missing." It's not a significant piece of the puzzle. It doesn't like take away from the whole imagery, the whole the entire tapestry or you know, what what you're seeing, but but you can tell it's missing. So maybe these are just little pieces like that. And Man, I didn't—I didn't really think of this till right now. I actually had Connie Corsos on my vision board as well, because I've, I've loved them. And we had one—we uh, had a rescue one in Costa Rica, and she was phenomenal. Uh, we named her Portia. Oh my goodness, she was a phenomenal, phenomenal dog. And we rescued her, and we were actually bringing her back to health because she'd been abused and neglected. So we were just bringing her back to health to return to the breeder, and just absolutely loved her. But, it, uh, you know, again, symbolizing, right? We had to have a place, a base, a huge yard, caretakers, people that could, that could put it all together because we, want, we still want to travel like crazy. And so we needed a, a wonderful place where we could be and caretakers established. And we had to have things set up. So, again, it was a symbol of, of, of an achievement of a lot of other things to get this. So, anyways, and, I, and I'd always wanted um, a Formentino, which is the color, and I wanted to get pick of the litter of a just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, breeder and, and pair of dogs. And we were actually able to do that all from Turkey. And, like, I was able to order the puppies. We got two puppies from different litters. And we were able to pick them out and, and get the pick of the litter. Oh, man, it was just, everything just worked out so well for that. So, later we flew in, we landed, and we went and grabbed our dogs. It was... <laughs> It was so awesome, and I know it seems simple, but our whole family's just geeking out and just loving, loving, loving these dogs so much. And so we're raising the puppies, and man, if you wanna teach your kids a lot of valuable lessons about life, teach them how to raise and train, thoroughly, thoroughly train good dogs, smart dogs, and well-bred dogs. Man, it's, it's an incredible experience. So having the dogs is a beautiful, beautiful part of our children's childhood. It was of mine and it is of theirs. They just love, love, love the dog so much. And they're learning tons from it. So they were on the vision board. I forgot about that till right now. Um, in fact I, I can see in my mind the picture I chose to put on my vision board. And this was years ago. I just threw it out there because I knew we had all these other plans and we're doing all these other things that that there was so much to do before that point. So I kinda I put them on there and kind of just just forgot about them. Well, with going back to the Audi now, it just wouldn't work, and so we're, we we start talking about you know we're actually we're going to be getting lots of surfboards, which we did. We got paddleboards, which we've done, and we're getting these dogs that are going to be huge. We have two massive dogs. I'm like, what in the world are we thinking? Where are we going to fit paddleboards, surfboards, and two massive dogs in this beautiful, you know, state of the art? Not state of the art. This this uh, high end. Um, What do you call it? Like with all the technology, all the bells and whistles, the latest and greatest Audi. Like that that does not go well together, which is also another principle, gentlemen. So many things in your life that are irritating the crap out of you that are just frustrating or hard or difficult or causing uh, contention or irritation, whatever it is. It's often little things like that that you just have misalignment you're like yeah i I, we love like going out dirt biking and just getting covered with mud or we 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 love working on the ranch or the farm or man we just we want to be in downtown in the city like whatever it is your thing is you often have this desire but then you acquire things or keep things or hold on to things that don't fit so me having paddleboards surfboards lots of kids and two big old dogs just does not fit with a, you know, a fancy Audi as our main family car. And had we followed through with that, luckily it was, again, we just felt like it was this uh, God in his universe conspiring in our favor. It, these little things, we could have pushed and pushed and pushed and fought for that, which a lot of people do. They just keep, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stick to it. And so we're like, you know, that just doesn't work. So I'm like, let's just, let's grab a Defender. Because I always, I Rachel knows how much I love him. She's like, you know what, why don't, She's And she, it was cool. She was just like, why don't, you, why don't you get your Defender? Let's just get that first. And we'll get another little car later and get a different thing for me. And we did. We got her uh, a little car that she just absolutely loves. Um, but she's like, yeah, go ahead and grab the Defender. So I started looking. And again, I was looking for the 110. But this 130 pops up. And I was like, man, let me see. And these guys had just absolutely taken incredible care of this truck and done everything everything to it that I was was going to do. It was just in such immaculate condition. And these guys, the, the guys I bought it from, they just geek out about it way more than I do. They knew everything about it. They'd taken care of every bit and piece of it. And, he's, and, and it just worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly. I, I couldn't have dreamt up a scenario like this. This guy, his English was impeccable. And he had all the connections, uh, and, he, and he did everything for me. So before I landed, he registered the vehicle for me. He insured it for me, which insurance, full comprehensive insurance with roadside assistance for the entire year in Portugal is, is $130. <laughs> I did not misspeak there. For the entire year is $130. It's so awesome. He had insurance. He The plates are on there. Everything was taken care of. And he agreed to pick me up at the airport when I landed with all of our stuff and all of our family from Egypt. I mean, he took care of every last detail. Literally, the truck was running. We walked out, put all of our luggage in, gave him a big old handshake gratitude. And he's a cool guy and we're gonna stay friends. And then we will drive off. It was so awesome. But what happened, the cool thing that happened was two days ago, uh, Rachel has a screensaver and the pictures just come up on her, on her iMac. Uh, when it goes uh, to sleep and they were going through and our vision boards were both digital and in paper. And so the digital ones on there and boom, there that picture of the white Defender 130 truck uh, popped up and I had forgotten I'd put it on there. I was like, no way. This is so cool. And some of you might be like, oh, it's a silly coincidence. Yeah, you know, whatever. Just it's coincidental. It's It's insignificant. But that has happened more times than we can count. Where we we get online, we, we want an experience, we want something that is meaningful to us, and we put it on a vision board, and we think about it, and we strategize about it, and we, we like put it out in, we let God know, we let the universe know, we put it in our hearts and our minds, like this is an experience we want to have. Rachel did that with um, riding camels in... In the Sahara, she'd put this on there. Those those years and years ago, and that has happened multiple times since. But it, again, so we could go into all that, but that's not the point of this episode. But I do want to emphasize that that when you start um, um, manifesting, like really putting emotional intention towards the things you want, you get them. Now, what's interesting about this and powerful about this law? is you're often giving lots of attention and focus and emotion to the things you don't want, and they keep happening. It's like you keep creating them because you give them so much attention, so much focus, so much energy, that they just keep happening. It's, I see it all the time, and I, I used to do it until I became conscious of, of the laws of the universe and how they work. That which you give attention and focus and energy to, it just keeps going. And I see it almost daily with all the the people I get to work with, that they're inadvertently, in in some form of self-sabotage, conscious or unconscious, they're creating the very thing they don't want. So be super conscious, gentlemen, about what you're thinking about. And focused on and what you're giving attention to and especially what you're giving a lot of emotion and energy to you'll often give so much energy something annoys you and it just keeps happening it stays around it perpetuates becomes chronic and and often because you're giving it so much attention so the key is to redirect all of that emotion all that energy all that focus towards solutions or towards better things And very, very often has been the case for me many, many times and for the people I get to coach, the the problems, the irritations, the frustrations, they actually go away. They just kind of take care of themselves seemingly miraculously as we really focus in on positive, meaningful, noble aims and targets and and head towards those things. But okay, so the uh, powerful principles, I hope that hits home if it sounds a little foo-foo-la-la, a little weird. Man, it did to me at first too, but the more and more we lean into understanding, I guess you could call this the realm of quantum physics and how, how it all is interconnected, there, there's a lot to it. There really is. So don't just dismiss it. Don't be like, ah, it's crazy. It's weird. It's just coincidence. There's a lot of power to it. So just, just chew on that for a while. Okay. But what I really wanted to dive into today was uh, three new gentlemen, good guys, joined the Be The Man Masterclass and Tribe last week. And there are three guys from three very different places across the country, three very different backgrounds, and three they're in very different situations in life. Um them have a lot of kids, one is just barely starting with the first kid, the others um out west. Again, they and they're all they're struggling with different things, um, succeeding at different things, just great guys. But in three different conversations with three guys who do not know each other, they said They said something that was really significant, important, and I wanted to point that out and and talk about that today. They all three independently said, "No, I'm drawn here because of the fact that you are putting all of the pieces together of what it means to be a man." Like, and what they meant by that—I mean, again, I'm paraphrasing them—but they all just simply said, "Like, well, you're not—you know—you are. You're going to about financial success and achievement in business, but never to the neglect of your marriage or your parenting." Or to your health, like you're healthy, you're you have an extraordinary marriage, you're you're deeply involved in your kids and dedicated to family, and you're not neglecting the spiritual element of life either, and, and your connection to God, and you're out living and having adventures, and you know, and business principles. So it's the whole thing, and that it, it's this isn't this isn't about me. The, the master class isn't about me. This episode isn't about me. It's about the principle. And the practices and the reason this is happening and the reason i i get to have what i call holistic optimization or whole life optimization is because i was so crazy intentional about it early on because i experienced the same frustration they did and they said they, they expressed this to me these guys are super successful they've been in other uh, groups uh, for men they've been in masterminds, they've they've been to business seminars and webinars and they've taken the training. They're aware of all the people out there who are selling some course or some training. And and again, there's there's a lot of stuff, but they all kind of independently said, like, yeah, but you know, something's always off. That this person might be really good at that, but man, their marriage is a train wreck. Or, you know, oh, they're they're really good at this thing over here, but Man, this other aspect of their life is a total dumpster fire, or they even just totally disregard it, dismiss it, and say crazy, crazy things. Like one of them said that they, they were with this group of men, and, and really the leader, in this man was just like, look, if you know, hey, if you don't, if you don't, if, if those relationships aren't working for you, just just get rid of them. It, like referring to like marriage and family, important relationships, like, nah, if it's not working, just just dump it and move on. And there was like no, <laughs> like no high standards and values. And I remember saying, seeing that same thing. So, gentlemen, I paid 100, over $150,000 in personal and professional development from webinars and seminars and mastermind groups and books and courses and classes and on and on and on. And I've, I've met with, worked closely with, interviewed. I've been in this industry for well over two decades i I saw and experienced the same thing and, and remember being so frustrated and you guys know my background you know I grew up in a, in a broken home my parents divorced when I was young stepdads came and went so by the time I was 16 and decided to move out on my own and just go figure out life I was already in like multiple stepdads I had just seen lots of uh, marriage fighting divorce marriage fighting divorce I didn't want anything to do with that well then at 16 when I'm totally broke I moved into rough neighborhoods and just saw this unending stream of of suffering and domestic violence and just really crappy lifestyles. And I mean, I don't want, I don't want anything at all to do with that. I want a phenomenal marriage. And I'd committed when I was still single and and so lonely that nothing, and I mean, nothing would compromise my marriage, that it would come first. Well, with a commitment like that as a teenager, I I quickly realized, I'm like, oh man, I, I got to figure this out. Like, how can I work and be successful in working in business without neglecting my marriage? And even, even kind of before that, because we got married when I was in the university, I'm like, how do I, how do I do well in university and now like still give all the time and attention to my marriage and my wife and all her needs? Like before when you're single, it's actually easy. And I was in phenomenal shape when, when Rachel and I met, I was spending at least two hours a day in the gym. I was, I was big, all muscle and (laughs) so, so fit. But right after we got married, even before we got married, we got engaged. I'm like, I can't, I can't be spending two hours in the gym anymore and keep up my grades. And I was working and working. I got to figure out how to do this. Now, so many good men just say well you can't do it all and they kind of lower their standards they sacrifice or compromise and and that's kind of the 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 quick the quick reaction is well you just can't do it all so you just got to drop it you got to let th- some things go and my response as i was going through this was like well and i no i'm i'm not letting go of important things i'm just not going to do it and I heard other people saying, well, no, you got to do that. You got to make these sacrifices. And they kept they kept saying that. Yo, oh, you're sacrificing for your family. And and I saw it differently. I'm like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. You're not sacrificing for your family. You're actually sacrificing your family. And you keep telling yourself you're doing it for your family, but that's not what they want or need most. Yes, they need you to succeed financially. They need you to succeed in business, but not at their expense. And so, I kept wrestling with that. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. I've got to figure out a way to stay healthy and fit, to succeed financially in business, and to keep a a genuinely extraordinary marriage and a phenomenal relationship with my children, to be a disciple. And I've been deeply drawn for, well, since I moved out on my own and was struggling so much um, as a teen, I've been deeply drawn to humanitarian efforts and philanthropy. So I'm like, I want to be a phenomenal philanthropist too. So I want to do all these things and, and again, I'm asking, right? I'm surrounded by, by men and women and people all over the place, and I keep asking and doing all stuff. And, and their answer was, well, I don't know. You, you can't do it all, or you got to sacrifice some things, or, well, you, you got to let stuff, some of this stuff go. Basically, the answer was lower your standards, give up on your, your, your crazy dreams. You, you, can't, you can't be holistic, you can't be that, that full, you can't be a whole man. They weren't saying those words, but that's ultimately the message. You can't be a whole man. And I just, I wasn't okay with that. I was not okay with that. I had committed and I was all in. And so now Rachel and I, we've been married 22 years. We have seven children. We adopted our first and then six kids right in a row. We traveled all over the world. We've been to over 50 countries as a family. We have multiple businesses We're in fantastic health and shape. And and our businesses are, are better than they've ever been. They're thriving and growing. We're having impact. I get to do humanitarian disaster relief all over the world. Like We're living our dream life. But all of that is only possible because I was absolutely committed, meaning I refused to settle for less than that. I was absolutely committed to being a whole man, to figuring out how to do it all. How to make it all happen and without sacrificing one or the other pieces, right? I I I just wasn't. I wasn't going to say, well, shoot, you know, marriage is going to take a a hit here for a little while or I'm not going to be able to spend time with the kids while I'm, you know, building my career, building my business or, well, sorry, family, you know, I got to go to the gym. I got to work out so I can stay healthy and fit. So less time with you. I I just refuse. Oh, well, and okay, I got to throw this in there. I don't know. Those of you who are new, we also homeschool or what we call world school. Uh, so we've been 100 percent responsible for our children's education the whole way. And man, we're like on So we've we're busy. And I, I want to emphasize that if we can do it, anybody can do it. Like that, that's so important. If we can do it, anyone can do it. You just have to figure out the tools of leverage. You have to figure out how to make this happen as a whole man. So I, I you know, in a, in a search, voracious search that started when I was 16, trying to find the answers for success and happiness, I read every book I could get my hands on. I went to any classes I could find. I interviewed everybody that was successful and unsuccessful. I interviewed um, the, the tragedy and the triumph you know, the failures and and the winners, the losers and the winners. I had interviewed everybody. I asked all the questions. I was so hungry for truth. And I just was gathering in notes. I have well over 3,000 pages of my own notes that now are in um, Google Docs. I've got them all categorized. But I was so hungry for truth and knowledge. I'm like, if it's possible, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to do it. So then once I had that, I had all this information. I was like, man, I got to... I got to be able to share this because it's, it's working so well. And people would ask, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And, and they started asking when I was in my late teens because I was getting results. And then all through my 20s and 30s, people were asking. And, so, and I, I began teaching. I love teaching. Then I began speaking. And I'm like, man, I got I to gotta share this more and more. And so ultimately, I, I compiled it into the triple trifecta. Now, those of you who have been around for a while, you've heard me talk about that. That thing is pure gold. It is the most powerful system. It, it's just incredible because it's a simple, um, what it? a simple package. Basically, what we've done is take all these truths, all these practices and principles, these strategies and systems, and just put them in a package—a package that's easy to understand, easy to remember, easy to to work on—and it's the whole man. So the triple trifecta is the formula for success as a whole man and you know as well as i do that if you're not whole if you only have pieces even if you have a few important pieces if the other pieces are missing you're not whole you're not complete and your success is fragile and when it gets put under pressure like if i love the imagery of a pipe you take a pipe and you put that pipe under pressure like, are there leaks or are there cracks? Well, if there's leaks or cracks or, you know, most of the pipe's good, but, yeah, that fitting, that fitting's not so good, when the pressure comes in, that baby's going to pop. And I, I want you to have that imagery in in your life right now and in your head that if things are going smoothly and you're like, yeah, no, everything's good, man. Like, I'm, uh, we're good. I don't know what you're talking about, Greg. Things are good. Well, yeah, wait till the pressure hits, and it will. It always will. The pressure's going to hit are you dialed in enough holistically whole life as a man to handle the pressure? And I see men crack all the time. It is so rare, extremely, extremely rare that men, that, to see a whole man that's addressing all those parts and pieces. And that's literally why I put this together after working with thousands and thousands of men across five continents. I put this all together, the triple trifecta so that we could be whole, So you're not missing one piece of the other because ultimately one of the thoughts I had yesterday I was just kind of chewing on was that in many respects you and I are only as strong as our weakest habit because that that weak habit will be the thing that cracks under pressure. And when the leak begins it's not just that thing. Think about that for a minute. It's not just that thing. So let's say your your weak habit is... um, or pick whatever it is, right? It's just one aspect of your life. Let's say it's finances. you you got some kind of weakness with finances. I was actually listening to a book this morning when I was, when I was training my dog and exercising, and he was talking about uh, extremely powerful people from history who had horrible, horrible financial skills. Uh, mentioned Babe Ruth and Winston Churchill, ironically, and a few others, that their one of their weaknesses was finances. And so we take that one. It could it could be a vice that when when the pressure hits, man, you turn to porn or alcohol or drugs, you're trying to escape. Like, oh well no, I just gotta oh they talked about that, how John F. Kennedy was just he was in a lot of pain. Instead of exercising and getting healthy, he just took any and every drug he could get his hands on. The guy was just an absolute train wreck and he just turned to any kind of opium or whatever. He was constantly taking drugs to assuage the pain instead of addressing the pain and healing so the pain goes away. But that's perfect so that was his you know his weakness, his vice, his weak point. The other one was um well like even Winston Churchill, as uh, a phenomenal leader as he was, he, he just was terrible with his finances. Babe Ruth was an absolute mess. Just an absolute mess. He was one of the highest paid guys. is paid so well, earned massive, massive amounts of money, and yet he was always broke. He had to borrow money from his teammates at the beginning of the season. Uh, just, just crazy. So his, whenever there was you know, whenever there was pressure there, bam, it would, it would go out the finances. My point is, whatever wherever that weak link is, wherever that weak joint is, that weak habit, when that goes, it affects everything else. Think about that. So if you have a if you have a weakness around finances, like when the pressure gets on, you either stop working, or you spend more than you should, or, what, or you 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 make poor investment decisions, whatever under pressure. Then think how that has a trickle or cascade effect through every other part of your life. Like if if the weak link is finances, boom, it goes under pressure. You can't be like, well, okay, it's only money. It won't affect. No, it's going to affect everything else. It's going to affect your marriage and your kids and and all the other things you want to do. So let's say it's in in your mindset. When you, everything's good, you're like, no, things are good. I'm happy. Like fantastic. And then the pressure hits, and snap, it's fear, or doubt, or freezing up, right, or procrastination. Whatever your whatever that habit is. And again fear and doubt and mindset, those are all, they are also habits. Then we often think that they're not We're like, no, it's just, it kind of happens to me, but they're just thinking habits, right? They're emotional habits. Oh, it's so powerful. Um, I'm, I'm re-listening to one of my favorite books uh, by Joe Dispenza called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and he gets into that big time into the physiology and science like it is a habit being you everything you do everything you do is a habit of being you and so some of those habits got to go so if it's if it's fear or doubt or whatever maybe it's your marriage when the pressure hits you you just take it out on your wife or when the pressure hits you either escape or avoid like move into your cave or your hole you retract you implode you explode you take it on your kid you avoid your kids like whatever it is whatever that weak habit is that weak link that goes on that blows under pressure It carries over to all the other things. So ultimately, you and I are only as strong as our weakest habit because when the pressure hits and that little aspect of the habit snaps, it can – well, okay, here's what happened the other day. My son was driving our other Audi in the United States, and the belt broke. And when it snapped, it just just played like – destructive ping pong with the engine and just took out all kinds of wiring, all kinds of pieces, just wrecked the inside of the the uh the motor space. Everything under the hood just just got beat to pieces. And I think that's a really great imagery, a really great metaphor analogy for our lives that when when the pressure gets going, And it always will. And it'll come from different angles. I mean, it's just life. It'll come from whatever angle. When the pressure hits, if the belts aren't good, if one of those belts is weak, that's one of our habits. And it snaps that habit then flies through the engine area, breaking all kinds of other things. So, gentlemen, we have to, absolutely must, non-negotiable, we have to be whole men we have to get the tools and the tactics we have to get the strategies and the systems in place to function as whole men you cannot brother you simply cannot neglect important aspects of your life you cannot leave those undone again i get to see this every day because i work with so many good men that they will turn to some kind of vice or some kind of problem and man. So here an obvious example is you turn to porn and porn directly affects your marriage in a negative way. Or you turn to a substance, even caffeine. You're like, ah, I just need more energy. I'm not, I'm not, you're not as healthy as you need to be, you're not working out, you're not eating as well, so you turn to caffeine for more energy, well, the caffeine has a cascade effect through your health, and, you you know, it takes care of the immediate problem because you get some energy, but then you have more problems sleeping, and more problems with digestion, and hydration, and health, I mean, on and on and on, this trickle effect through your life, and then... You guys know what I'm saying because you've, you've experienced this. I've experienced this. I get to see this examples of this every single day. You cannot, brother, you can't just let it go. You can't let it slide. You can't dismiss it. You can't procrastinate. You can't say, I'll do it later. You could be the man today, but you keep putting it off till tomorrow. He keeps saying, oh, I'll get to that. Oh, I'm too busy. I can't handle it right now. I, I got other things I have to do. And that's part of your problem. You, you can't even effectively take care of all the things you need to do as a man. So that needs to be addressed. You, you You can't even really lead your own life and fulfill each of your roles. That's the problem. And it has to be addressed. It won't go away on its own, man. And that's exactly why I created the master class put hundreds and hundreds of hours of video training and audio training and written training compiling all because it can't it, you can't break it down into tweets this is ridiculous we've come we we, we have the attention span uh, of of a tweet nowadays and we want you know the great truths of life and eternity to say yeah could you could you put that in a 30-second in a soundbite, please? Like, no way. There's so much there that it has to be, it's got to be in long form. And it has to be consumed in, in daily bites, right? If it's, if it's too big, you're like, hey, there's hundreds of hours, like, go after it. No, you're not going to do it. But if you did 10 minutes a day, you could do that. Even the busiest person can do 10 minutes a day. And those 10 minutes are going to make a massive difference because they're going to start compounding in your favor. So that's why the masterclass exists. That's why we have the coaching I do in the masterclass with the tribe and the brotherhood, the community. That's why I created the Be The Man app. And it's all there for this, for this power, right? So uh, for those of you who have forgotten or have not heard the triple trifecta, I think it's worth just going through it real quick. So it's three triangles, right? Three main triangles. And the three triangles are fitness, family, and finances. Now, in each side of this triangle, there's three things, right? So, and, but again, I'm, I'm going to back up real quick. Fitness is for all things. It's fitness in mind, body, and spirit. Those are the three things inside of fitness. You have to be mentally fit, physically fit, and spiritually fit. But fitness, being the first one, also carries over to other things. You have to be fit in your family. And you have to be financially fit as well. Those carry through. So then inside a family, now the three things in family is marriage, parenting, and family legacy, which is huge, so big. And then in finances, it's your income. It's your, so how money comes in, and that should be going up every quarter. Your expenses and how you spend money just says so much about you and who you are and how you live life and what you're going to be able to do in life today and later on. That's a big, big, big one. And then your investments. So inside finances is income, expenses, and investments, and we got to become phenomenal investors. right? So there it is. There's nine things in three, right? the triple trifecta, and trifecta, of course, is three things that just help us win. So in order to be the man, the trifecta to be the man is fitness, family, and finances. And the trifecta for each of those is, is what I expect, the three things inside of that, right? So, in order, let me break this down a little bit more. So, in order to be really, truly fit, you have to address mind, body, and spirit. It can't just, just be body. It can't just be mind. It can't just be spirit. In order to be truly, truly healthy and fit, it is mind, body, and spirit. That is wholeness. That is wellness. It's being fit spiritually, fit mentally, fit physically, and healthy. Right? Isn't that powerful? In order to, have, to win as a family man, It's your marriage, it's your parenting, and it's your family legacy. It's all of those. It's not just one, right? It won't cut it. And to win financially, it's not just your income. Because there's a lot of guys with big incomes and they are not winning financially. It's how you spend your money too. And it's not being a miser and saving in every last penny. But it's not spending extravagantly either. And it's your investments. because if. If you just manage your income and your expenses, but you're you don't invest. Woo. Right there. There will be consequences for that. So you got to be a phenomenal investor. And it's not just investing either. It's back to your expenses and your income. And you might. I know it's so easy to settle into like how things are like, well, no, we got our expenses under control. Do you could could it be refined? Could it be improved? Or this is what I see the most like, no, I got a good income, so it's I'm Like, well, maybe. But could it be improved? Could you figure out a way to increase your income and decrease your time of work? Can you come up with multiple streams of income? Again, none of this at the expense of your health or your family. But we have to keep rising, gentlemen. We must, we absolutely must be whole men. So brother, we would love to have you be a part of the Be The Man master class and tribe. To be in this community of good men who are committed to being the best husbands and fathers and businessmen and leaders and disciples and philanthropists we can be. And to get the accountability piece and all that put in place. But we'd love to have you with us. If it's a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us, that'd be amazing. It's, it's an investment that is priceless. Even if it just changes one thing, makes one improvement to your life that cascades to the others, it's massive. It, and it just think, go back to the pipe, right, and and the or the weak habit. If you could strengthen that one weak habit, so if you really dial in to say, say, you're you're only as strong as your weakest habit, and if nothing else, you strengthened that one weak habit to increase its capacity, so you know it used to be only handle this much pressure and now it can handle twice as much or five times as much or 10 times as much pressure without you cracking what does that mean to you what's that worth to you to your wife to your children to your business that you're 10 times stronger that you can handle 10 times as much pressure without cracking right we're we're never going to be invincible completely invincible but man, with some really deliberate training and conditioning, you can make those, those weak habits strong habits. You can replace them. You can build up that resistance. You, you can change your life, if you will. And I hope you will, brother. Uh, let me help. Reach out here. You can reach out uh, connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. It's greg.denning on Instagram if you're not following me yet. Uh, you can shoot me an email. Get my websites, Greg uh, We also have extraordinaryfamilylife.com. We have uh, Be The Man is on there. And then to schedule a consultation call with me, just talk about you know, your focus right now and your biggest pain points and problems, it's call.formidablefamilyman.com. Call.formidablefamilyman.com. Thanks for listening, brother. Thanks for being here. Whatever you do, whether if you work with me or not, or you, whatever, just Keep reading. Keep learning. Thanks for listening to this. Keep leveling up. I would love to help you and give you the tools because you can, you can use that leverage. Like we talked about at the beginning, you have to learn how to leverage. And you can learn the hard way, the slow way, like I did. I, I didn't have mentors. I didn't have training. I didn't have coaching. I, didn't, I couldn't find this package put together. And so it took me a long time. And I, I, I still cringe at what it cost me. Years of, of figuring out the slow way. But lean in, brother. Commit right now, this moment, commit to be the man. A whole, complete man is the best version of yourself. Thanks, brother. Love you. Be the man.